Hey everybody, welcome to the Relax and Enjoy Health Podcast. I'm Andrew French, I'm your optimal health, well-being and balance coach. So this is episode number 10 where I'm just going to have a quick chat about anxiety. I had a question on my Facebook page about any quick hints or tips to help with anxiety and so uh, if you suffer from it, hopefully this will give you some help. Hey guys, I just wanted to film something today on anxiety. So uh, I had a question in on my uh, page the other day, and it was basically any unique hints or tips or any links I can give for dealing with anxiety or any coping mechanisms or, you know, something other than the usual breathing, medita- meditation, or any or the five-step focus and touching and stuff. So I found this really, really interesting that... Uh, you know, someone with anxiety is actually looking for tips to deal with his anxiety. Uh, so my biggest thing is if I got diagnosed with something, I would research the shit out of it. I would find out why it's happening to me. I would find out what's happened. I would find out what it is. I'd find out what it does. I'd find out what its symptoms are. I would do everything in my power to learn every single thing about this condition. And uh, I would move heaven and earth to do everything I can to either alleviate the condition if it can't be gotten rid of, or I would be curing the shit out of it. So, uh, you know, we all know the first thing we do, or 99% of the people do, and this is one of the banes of my life, everyone goes to their doctor. So it's fantastic. If there's something wrong with you, definitely, definitely go and see your doctor. Okay, that's the first one. However, you need to realize that there's certain things doctors are not experts in. There's certain things, they did four years at medical school and then they went straight into a hospital or a practice and they were straight working medicine, which is fantastic. However, can you remember your first aid course you did 10 years ago? Can you remember... You know, how many how many beats per minute the heart's supposed to be? Can you remember, you know, this is you. You did one entire day's course two years ago. And now when you're going past a, a car accident, you're expected to be able to help people. So you need to realize that your doctor may not be an expert in these fields. Your doctor is fantastic at the medical version of Google. So you'll see it. You'll go in, you'll tell the doctor your symptoms, He'll go into his computer, clickety-clack, and he will come up with the medication that you will be taking to alleviate your symptoms. There's, they don't ask what caused it. They don't ask what your lifestyle's like. They don't ask what your diet's like. They don't ask what your exercise is like. They don't ask about your sleep. They don't ask about your stress, your work, your relationship with your partner, your relationship with your children. They don't ask what your financial situation is like. They don't ask you any of these questions they will just give you a pill to alleviate your symptoms and 99.9 percent of you will just walk away from the doctor's surgery going cool he's just fixed my anxiety no he hasn't um he's alleviated the symptoms of your anxiety so you need to understand your anxiety a little bit more now i opened one book on one chapter called Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. 
Okay, so we're looking into chapter five. We've got looking into anxiety and fear. It's about the basal ganglia. Now, your function of your basal ganglia system, it will integrate feelings and movement. It shifts and smooths your fine motor behavior. It suppresses unwanted motor behaviors. It sets the body's idle speed or its anxiety level. It enhances motivation. It mediates pleasure and ecstasy. So the basal ganglia, it's a set of large structures towards the center of the brain that surround the deep limbic system. Now, the limbic system is the system that controls your emotions and your behaviors. Okay, so what happens is the basal ganglia is involved with setting the body's idle speed or your anxiety level. So in addition to that, they help to modulate motivation and they're likely involved with feelings of pleasure and ecstasy. So basically, so if we look at the integration of feelings, thoughts, and the movement that occurs in the basal ganglia, this is why you jump when you're excited. This is why you tremble when you're nervous, when you freeze when you're scared, or you get tongue-tied when the boss is chewing you out, okay? So the basal ganglia allows for that smooth integration of emotions, the thoughts, and the physical movement. And when you've got too much input, they lock up. Okay, so that's like when you're at a car accident, something's happened, you are so frozen that nobody moves. You know, nobody jumps in, nobody jumps, you know, because people who have a high burning basal ganglia, a high activated basal ganglia, they actually, you're more likely to get anxiety, you're more likely to get stressed, you know, move into depression, everything like that. So you have to realize that, um, you know, that it's, you have a high burning basal ganglia, a very, very active basal ganglia system, which is why you are more prone to these things. Okay, so when the basal ganglia is overactive, okay, as you see with people with anxiety, anxiety tendencies or disorders, people are more likely to be overwhelmed by stressful situations and you have a tendency to freeze or become immobile in thoughts or actions. Okay, so when the basal ganglia is underactive, and you see that in people with attention deficit disorder, so often a stressful situation, that will actually move them to action. People with ADD are frequently the first ones on the scene of an accident. They respond to stressful situations without any fear at all because they don't have that overactive basal ganglia system. So, uh, you know, so some people, you know, they're just, they can deal with it a lot better so and i've found that myself you know all of a sudden something happens and in my mind it's happening in slow motion you know so it's just like oh my god that person's falling holy shit i should really do something you know and that's literally what's going through my mind because i have a obviously a high functioning basal ganglia system whereas a person with adhd sees someone falling and will jump forward straight away possibly catch that person help lower them to the ground meanwhile i'm the one here with you know medical training and and stuff and i'm still processing the fact that someone's falling so you just have to realize that you know these things it's it's not that you don't want to help people in trouble or it's it's not it's just a overactive basal ganglia system so the activity in the basal ganglia system will make it harder to move quickly in anxiety provoking situations 
All right. So, I mean, that's the basal ganglia system. And, you know, definitely research it, Google it, have a look at it. I mean, I found this in one search, downloading one book and straight to one chapter. So this has already increased my understanding of anxiety disorders, uh, just from a mental point of view and, and things like that. So we need to understand that there is things happening in our system and we need to be able to work with that system. So uh, I'll give you, there's a, the cool thing is there's a test at the end of the chapter. So I will actually give you that test out loud and uh, we'll have a look at that. So, but things we need to deal with, with uh, having an anxiety disorder or just having anxiety or whatever it is, in my experience as a human being, uh, I've got 50 years on this planet and, uh, Everyone I have seen that has anxiety, they're not really looking after themselves. Let's let's be honest. I mean, the people I see with anxiety, they stay up late. They watch television to all hours of the morning. They can't wake up in the morning. They're too tired. Uh, they'll spend all night on the computer. They'll be gamers. They'll be you know doing things which keep them busy right up until the late hours of the night because they just don't want to face that quiet time when they go to sleep. Then in the morning, they're sluggish. They can't get going. They can't wake up. Sorry, that's my coffee going off. And uh, then they're trying to stimulate themselves into being awake and being able to function for their life. So we're talking monster drinks. We're talking, you know, Vs. We're talking all, all those energy drinks which are filled with all those chemicals and everything like that. So we're looking at an overstimulation in a part of our brain, which is causing us to have anxiety or have anxiety tendencies. And the people with AD, ADD, I don't know. Well, I've moved on to ADD, but um, ADD are different. But normal people are doing things the wrong way. We are overstimulating ourselves. We're overstimulating our systems with excess sugars. We're, ex you know, excess carbohydrates and everything. You're looking at a high carbohydrate lifestyle. You're looking at a high sugar lifestyle. You're looking at all these processed foods and everything like that that we're eating, which of course is stimulating us as well, which means we don't want to go to sleep at night time. So we don't want to wake up in the morning, which is we got this terrible cycle going on and uh, you just I need to slow down okay learn to speak what you need to do is you need to look at your entire life there's if you want a one-stop shop go to the doctor get your pill pop your pill become a zombie whatever number one I am not my anxiety that's what you need to tell yourself. You may have anxiety, you may experience anxiety, but don't take ownership of it, number one. Don't go, oh, but with my anxiety, I get, no, complete bullshit. You are not your anxiety, you are not your depression, you are not, do not take ownership of something you are experiencing, okay? It's something that's happening, it's something that has happened to you, it is something that is happening to you. Okay, so you need to take steps. So I personally think it's simple. It's just not easy. So some people with the overactive basal ganglia find a lot of relief 
in maintaining a busy lifestyle. So you look at a mother, she's got three boys, she's uh, on the PTA, she does this, she has to clean the house, you know, the old school, you know, she's really, really busy keeping themselves ultra, ultra busy. There's no time for anxiety in their life. There's no time to sit and go over things. So you look at that from a physical point of view. Number one, stay busy. Number two, stay active. Get moving. I mean, at least 30 minutes a day, go for a walk. You know, allow your body to, to give you those endorphins, the feel-good hormones that will actually run through your body and actually take over some of those other processes so you will actually gain you know joy you will gain happiness you will gain contentment and you'll actually feel better and just by getting those endorphins from exercise so that's just normal everyday 30 minutes of walking that's got nothing to do with actually having a look at your surroundings seeing nature seeing the birds in the trees seeing you know the interaction of life you know just different things getting you out of your own head and that's just being physical then have a look at how how you actually live your life you know are you in front of the computer all day so how can you stop you know just being in front of a computer and not actually moving because your body will associate that seated posture with stress because you receive stress and your body has to respond to stress that's how it works so if you've got an overactive basal ganglia system, you're just going to be increasing that, that sense of I can't move, I can't escape. So that's going to increase your anxiety. Okay, so we've got other things. So, so have a look at your food. You know, the, the food, the, the energy, the fuel that we are putting in our bodies. Have a look at it. What is your lifestyle like? What do you need? What do you want for your body? I mean, I, I read something recently that basically... If you're overweight in any way, you have no business eating carbs of any description. So, you know, basically looking at meat and vegetables, eat like a bodybuilder. You want to reduce your body fat and maintain your muscle? Eat like a bodybuilder. You know, keep everything simple. It's make everything, you know, make as much as humanly possible. You know, just meat, veg, simple. If you must have carbs, keep it simple. Just boiled potato just keep it simple just have boiled rice you know just have keep it simple try and stay as much away from processed stuff as possible so okay so we're looking so we've done exercise we've done nutrition what about our mind you know so are you keeping your mind stimulated just to keep busy because you don't want to be alone with the thoughts in your head have you thought of actually dealing with those thoughts have you thought of seeing someone now i've uh my wife and I, Cassandra, we've recently learned something called the hummingbird method. Now, the hummingbird method is uh, one of the methods we learned in with her hypnosis. Uh, she's uh, become a qualified hypnosis therapist. Um, so basically, the, hip, the hummingbird method is our brain is a computer and it runs on programming that you have gained over your years that you've been on this earth. Your parents gave you programming, you've given yourself programming, uh, society has given you programming and everything works. Now, some people argue that anxiety, depression, you know, PTSD, uh, stress, all these things can possibly be a glitch in the matrix. So what you're looking at is, you know, just like a record in the old days, if you've got a slight scratch in the record, what would actually happen is that one loop would continue. It wouldn't 
continue on to the next evolution of the loop. And so the same thing with, you know, with our brain. Our brain is a computer and it wants to follow basic patterns. This happened, so I'm going to do this, and then this is going to happen, and then I will respond in that way. So that's what actually happens. But if we get a loop, like if we have patterns that continue in our life and do not actually move our life forward it's just like i always do this or this always happened or i always get anxiety i this you know this i get in this situation i don't like social situations or this something will happen which means we've got a loop happening in our brain which is not allowing that storyline or that program to move through to completion so that's you know that's something else and so the hummingbird is a uh, the hummingbird method is actually a method where we can actually allow the subconscious mind which knows everything you're going through which knows everything that is happening in your life it allows the subconscious mind to actually take that loop and actually continue that loop without the without the help of your conscious mind trying to make sense of everything and I don't know if this has actually worked. I was looking a bit frozen there for a minute. And uh, so it actually allows that loop to go through to completion. Now, what actually happens is it's almost like rebooting the system and it is actually allowing your system to have that new programming put in place by your subconscious and uh, allows that, um, that situation to move through to completion, which means that may not trigger that anxiety anymore because the loop was allowed to go through, the programming was allowed to be relayed, and now that you can actually move that situation on to its natural completion. Instead of getting caught in that, oh, I'm in anxiety, oh, oh, I'm frozen, I don't know what to do, you can uh, actually, you know, do do the work with the hypnotherapist. Uh, contact Cassandra at beyondtherapycoaching.com.au and... Uh, you know, you can probably get some resolution on that. But there's also other things you can do about your anxiety. So stop doing things that get you anxiety. If, if, if thinking back on past situations increases your anxiety, stop doing that. Stop going through your phone and looking at those old photos from your ex. Stop going through your phone and looking at those things that caused your stress. Stop, you know, being around the situations that cause that anxiety and if you have no choice you need to get coping mechanisms in place to enable you to go into those situations and by coping mechanisms i mean the good thing is you can go and get the the reprogramming done um you know with the hummingbird method and allowing those loops to actually go through to completion which means you actually have that programming to enable you to get further in that situation so things you can do for anxiety don't wait until you're in the middle of it because at that point you're now suffering it you're weathering the storm you can't make progress when all you're trying to do is survive so on a daily basis you need to do something every single day so you don't get in that situation where the anxiety takes hold so you need to make sure you've got good sleep you need to make sure you've got good nutrition. You need to make sure that, uh, you know, you have uh, movement. You have activity throughout your body. You have, you know, endorphins being produced. You have a feeling of pride and, and a feeling of gratitude and a feeling, you know, everything that you know that you can do this thing because you have the tools to be able to do this. So 
anxiety, it's not just a quick fix of what can you give me as a tip to help me with my, my anxiety. It's in actual fact, it's a day-long sequence of events which won't allow you to go into that anxiety. Okay, so if you need help in any area, contact us here at relaxenjoyhealth.com.au. Um, otherwise, you've got Cassandra and hypnotherapy at beyondtherapy.com.au. Um, but right now, I'm going to go back to this book and I'm going to go to the end of the chapter. And you can actually have a look and answer this, uh, this questionnaire and uh, see if you do have an overactive basal ganglia. Okay, so problems with the basal ganglia system, you can have anxiety and nervousness, you can get panic attacks, there's physical sensations of anxiety, a tendency to predict the worst, there's conflict avoidance uh, at its worst, you've got Tourette syndrome, muscle tension, soreness, tremors, fine motor problems, headaches, low or excessive motivation. So that's just issues you can actually get with the, the anxiety, with the basal ganglia. Okay, so the basal ganglia checklist, here we go. Here is a basal ganglia checklist. Please read this list of behaviors and rate yourself on each behavior listed. Use the following scale and place the appropriate number next to the item. So if you get five or more symptoms marked three or four, that will indicate a high likelihood of basal ganglia problems. So first up, we've got never, that's zero. Rarely, that's a number one. Occasionally, that's a two. Frequently is a number three. Very frequently is a number four. So do you get feelings of nervousness or anxiety? And answer that from zero to four. Do you get panic attacks? Do you get symptoms of heightened muscle tension? Excuse me, such as headaches, sore muscles, or a hand tremor even. So do you get periods of heart pounding, rapid heart rate, or chest pain? Do you get periods of feeling troubled breathing or feeling smothered? Do you get periods of feeling dizzy, faint or unsteady on your feet? And again, you're answering zero to four on each of these. Do you have periods of nausea or abdominal upset? Do you have periods of sweating, hot and cold flashes or cold hands? Do you have a tendency to predict the worst? Do you have a fear of dying or doing something crazy? Do you have an avoidance of public places for fear of having an anxiety attack? Do you have conflict avoidance? Do you have excessive fear of being judged or scrutinized by others? Do you have persistent phobias? Do you have low motivation? Do you have excessive motivation? Do you have any nervous tics? Do you have poor handwriting? That's an interesting one. Do you have a quick startle reaction? Do you have a tendency to freeze in an anxiety-provoking situation? Do you have an excessive worry about what others think? Do you suffer from shyness or timidity, being timid? Or do you have a low threshold of embarrassment? So basically, go through these. Answer zero for never, one for rarely, two for occasionally, three for frequently, and four for very frequently. So, so far, there's 23 of items there, and I reckon on 20 of them, I've got either occasionally, frequently, or very frequently. So, I've definitely got a, a high basal ganglia activity. Okay, so there's, that's just something you can do, is to have a look at that and do some research on it, have a look at it, and then 
put yourself in a position to give you the best possible chance of success to actually mitigate all those circumstances, to control all those circumstances, to give yourself the best possible chance of success. So look at look at your food. What food goes into your body? Because that's what feeds your brain. What activity are you doing, which is going to make you feel better and give you, you know, relief of stress? It's going to increase your all the good hormones in the body. It's going to allow you know your your system to flow and flush everything out so just all these different things what are we doing with our mind how are we treating our mind are we watching nothing but horror movies and then wondering why we have anxiety and stress and depression are we you know sitting and reminiscing and chewing over all past hurts and wrongs and everything like that instead of choosing forgiveness and moving forwards because ultimately the only person you're holding prisoner is yourself so what are we doing? It, it's not a quick fix. Once you are in the storm, all you can do is survive the storm. So I want to help you. If you need any help, if you need, if you have any questions, contact us, relaxenjoyhealth.com.au. Otherwise, contact Cassandra uh, for hypnotherapy at beyondtherapycoaching.com.au. And we'll see if we can't, can't get this right. All right. Have an amazing day. For everyone who tuned in today, thanks for listening to today's Relax and Enjoy Health podcast about anxiety. I've been your host, Andrew French, for optimal health, well-being and balance. If you'd like the bullet points from today's podcast or even for any free resources, please check us out at relaxenjoyhealth.com.au. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or even leave us a review and a rating. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Facebook at Relax Enjoy Health. But for now, stay sane and have a great day.